0: Hey, this is Kaya from Bravo Wild Black. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that I have a new podcast with my friend Jason about the show Succession. That's right, Succession on HBO. We love the show so much that we decided to do a little you know a little mini episode mini series podcast on it and I would appreciate if you guys are fans of the show checking out the new podcast it's called suck pod a succession podcast it's available wherever you get your podcasts. and don't worry bravo while black will be back this week with more content patreon content Aaron right by my side and thank you guys so much for listening bye mm-hmm. Welcome back to Suckpod I'm Kea.
1: And I am Jason.
0: What a premiere, right? Like we are coming oh, to you. Oh my gosh. Like almost as, as soon as we could possibly come to you. I mean, it's Monday. It just aired on Sunday. We needed a day to let everything sink in, read up on it, see what everyone else thought of it. But even our first reactions, we were like texting each other during it and like mm. freaking out. Like So on a scale of like one to 10, what would you rate that premiere?
1: Oh my God. Um, 50. Uh, I don't, I don't know about you, but there was just like this incredible moment, at least for myself, like seeing those uh, opening credits roll and just like realizing like, oh my God, this show is back. Like Succession is back. Everybody is hyped up about it. You know, I don't. I don't know if you um you watched Game of Thrones when it came out, but it reminded me a lot of like the cultural hype around the last couple seasons of Game of Thrones. Like everybody's bought into this show now. You know, like Twitter was on fire, Instagram was on fire. Yeah.
0: People are so fast too. It's like I want to watch the show. And I don't, yeah. don't mind texting or maybe even tweeting about it, but people are literally, and I applaud you for that. People are literally making memes as the show airs. And I'm like, you guys are so talented, but there are so many meme worthy moments, just like apparently, you know, according to Greg, the meme, the meme temperature was good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, the, you know, social media manager, I guess now for, for Kendall, which kind of came out of left field, but I know, you know, you work in, um, uh social media. So I was just curious, like what was it like watching Greg thrown into this firestorm to have to monitor like everything that's going on around Kendall and the company on Twitter?
0: I don't know what people were saying, but he didn't say it in like simple English, and Greg is like, Um huh? And he's just like winging it, and I'm like, yeah, same, same <laughs> yeah
1: the uh the Pope is following you, Kendall. The Pope like, is now no, following I don't you
0: think that's the the actual pope it it does get confusing because i know that on twitter there's like this symbol that looks exactly like the verified sign and people put it right next to their names and it makes you think that it's the verified person or they'll spell it exactly how the person spells their name but like instead of like an L, they'll put a 7. And, and just to the human eye, especially when things are like blowing up around you, you think that these important people are following you or tweeting you or even know who you are. But then you go to the profile. It's not the person. They have like a 100 followers or it might even be a troll. It was just so yeah. funny and relatable and such a Greg moment. And I guess it answered the question of whose team um, Greg is going to be on. Like he's, yeah. he's team Kendall right now. So
1: that actually like made me stop and think for a second in the opener because we see Greg like, you know, following along with Kendall and kind of like, you know, taking notes. But the thing with Greg is that he's always kind of been a character of like circumstance. Like he's always just kind of thrown into the middle of things and he kind of just goes with it. So like one of the big questions I had from this premiere is that is Greg actually on Kendall's side, or was he just there with Kendall? when he broke this big story and now is like pulled into it. Cause if you remember in the car, um, you know, like Greg's like, wait, I, I didn't know this was like, this was going to go down. Like, did you know this was going to go down? And like, you know, like Kendall's uh, assistant or whatever, was like, what? No, like I didn't know this was going to happen. So it does make me think like, was Greg in on this all along or was he kind of just thrown into this situation and is now just like, yeah, I'll, I'll run with it.
0: I think he was thrown into it and I don't know. I think, well, okay. We'll talk about the preview later because it seems like he might be on team Logan at some point, but I think what kind of for now puts him even more on team Kendall is the fact that when they were talking about who they have on their side. I think it was Ewan, Greg's mom, like these people, Greg's direct family is on team Kendall right now. So that means that Greg is on team Kendall right now. What about you?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there's definitely something about, I think there was like a a image in the final episode of season two, where Kendall's about to speak and Greg is holding that folder with the you know cruise documents, perhaps I don't know if it's ever like confirmed that that's actually what he's holding, but that could be kind of like a subtle foreshadowing that maybe he like has always been on team Kendall, but he's kind of just trying to play dumb and play both sides and that's what we see, you know in the in the opening of season three um but I don't know, I think he's in a in an interesting spot like, you know, he's in uh Kendall's ex-wife's apartment with him, you know, in their war room. He's opening up the wrong bottle of, of wine. Um and, Naomi, it was yeah. Naomi who
0: told him to open it, right?
1: Yeah. And I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but there's already like a lot of people that are like not about Naomi that uh, like Me.
0: um yeah, yeah, I wasn't explain on this. It, but I I have a terrible feeling, and it's not just because she is an addict like Kendall, but it's just the conversation that they had in the car. I see her as a distraction, and she gave me the one thing that makes Kendall, like, all, all it takes is one slip up. One step can mm-hmm. literally take you down with the stakes so high, and it was they had a conversation in the car. He decided to call Naomi to tell her about what just happened, mm-hmm. and she doesn't really sound so sure of him. And you can tell that he's more into her than she is into him. And also he says, I love you. And she like says, yeah, like she doesn't say I love you back. And then at the end, mm. when they have the whole wine situation, I'm like, what the fuck is that even about? Like I didn't understand kind of like the point of that. So I just feel like it's an omen that Naomi
1: is not, you know, the best for Kendall. What do you think about it? thing to still keep in mind is that she still is a, a business executive, a very talented and and cunning, you know, person that comes from a, you know, another empire family. family right? right. Exactly. So, you know, to say that she's just there to support Kendall, I think, you know, isn't telling the whole story. And I think that as the season progresses, we're going to kind of see her true colors, you know, and yeah. she's almost like the, the anti Kendall, right? Like she's very smart. She knows kind of how to work around him and she's there, and she's making herself known by convincing Greg to, uh, you know, um, open the bottle of, of good wine. That was so. so weird.
0: And I'm still trying to, like, figure that out. I and mean, If you guys have any theories about this bottle of wine and why she would tell him to open it, and, you know, maybe did she know about this bottle of wine? Mm. Do you guys think that Naomi could possibly be on Team Logan and, like, be playing on the low? Like... I want to know any theories about Naomi because I don't like her and I don't want yeah. her to be with Kendall at all. And like, there's a moment where Kendall and his ex-wife, I don't know. They kind of like gave each other a look and we know that they've hooked up in the past, even though like they're divorcing right. or whatever. So I just felt that tension between them and I'm like, what am I, what's going on here? Like, yeah, I don't know.
1: I think He's his here. ex-wife, his ex-wife I think is also a great representation of just like really spotlighting how broken Kendall still is because he goes to his ex-wife's apartment to just crash there and make this like a war room. And, and he's so like giddy and he's just like, Oh, did you see how well I did on TV? Did I mm-hmm. do well? Like he's looking for this like affirmation from his ex-wife who, I mean, I'm sure he hasn't seen in that long. Right. Cause the, you know, they were like overseas for a good part of season two. Um, so I think that it's just another, you know, Both uh, Kendall's ex-wife and Naomi are just, you know, really there to highlight even more like how messed up this guy is and how even when he's, you know, confident in himself to fight against his father, like he's still looking for affirmation from, you know, all of the the people in his life.
0: For sure. Um, So Kendall blew the whole thing up. He's now... Trying to regroup and find out strategy, see who's Mm -hmm. on his side, see who's on Logan's side. Meanwhile, Logan and the kids Mm -hmm. are trying to figure out what's going to happen from there. And I thought it was just really interesting that he chose Tom to like come along with him. Yeah. What did you think about that? Like, and Tom's positioning when. He was asked, like, oh, who do you think it should be? And he didn't mention Shiv. He was like, oh, I like Roman, I like Jerry. Mm -hmm. Was he trying to use reverse psychology? Or is he over, like, Shiv does not want Shiv to get it? What did you think about that situation?
1: Yeah, I think that, um, you know, Tom is an interesting character because he's just constantly getting shit on by everybody. And I think Logan included. I think that, you know... I th- like Logan just wants him to come along as like a punching bag. And I think he just enjoys like playing with him because, you know, he hasn't really been taken seriously. Right. Like he's constantly just, you know, being jostled around and, you know, being made the butt of the joke. Um, and I don't know. I think that's kind of where it comes from of, of why he's along for the ride. And, you know, I think from Tom's standpoint, he looks at it all as like, okay, even if, I am here just to be made fun of. Um, I still have an opportunity to help my wife out either way and try to make an argument, you know, to, to Logan um, or the very least, like just steal his chicken, You you know what I mean? And, and just try to, like, he's always trying to make himself look bigger and better than he is. And I think everyone just continuously dunks on him for that, but, you know, he's still looking for his angle, his way in.
0: Yeah. For sure. Is this the first time in a while that we're really seeing Greg and Tom like separated, right? Like yeah. completely separated. Yeah. And I don't even know. I don't even think Tom called Greg, did he?
1: N- I don't know. I mean, I know I that, there's, think that I
0: see-
1: there, there's definitely conversations that they have from like the teaser where Tom's like, what are you doing, Greg? Like you're going to get crushed. Um, but you're right. It is an interesting dynamic. Like, do you do you miss the the Tom and Greg duo at all? It's making me nervous. Yeah, like, yeah,
0: I, I hate the way that he kind of shits on Greg, but it's because he's getting shit on. And at the end of the day, Greg is honestly like on the hierarchy scale. He's above Tom because Tom is marrying into the family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I love their their back and forth. But I'm also loving. Kendall and Greg's back and forth. Oh, I love it. I'm loving Logan and Tom's back and forth. So we are just getting different angles and different interactions of from the characters. Um, A yeah. really huge point of obviously the night was who is going to temporarily step mm. in and be CEO, and that whole thing went down. People, the kids fucked up, and right now. Jerry is literally <laughs> the queen as she should be. Yes. But at first, you know, Logan was thinking, like, who should it be? Like Frank, it can't be Frank. I don't trust Frank. Right. Roman, he wants Roman to be um, you know, the CEO, but Roman just like isn't ready. Jerry is a woman, but she's not in the family. Connor isn't even thought of. <laughs> <laughs> Shiv, <laughs> is obviously a a great choice, but I don't uh, know. Like, what did you think about that whole musical chairs of who's going to be the CEO?
1: I mean, I think Jerry is definitely the most logical. Uh, you know most logical, uh, capable choice out of everybody. I think it's been obvious for a long time of that. And that's why there is a small part of me that does think that uh, Roman will end up as the CEO just because of the proximity between them. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's definitely like, you know, once again, like we're seeing uh, Logan being like, well, you know, I definitely need to step back and we need to put someone else in, but I'm still making operational decisions. So I think it's, you know, like even though it was a big moment of the start of season three, I just couldn't take it seriously as a viewer because we've seen this before. You know, we've seen uh, Logan saying like, oh, maybe I need to pick somebody. Maybe it's going to be you. And it's just still so early that I don't know, at least for me, I couldn't take it seriously. I was like, you know, let's let's see what the teasers you know, says at the end of this episode of what's to come, let's, let's watch the, you know, the next couple episodes. Um, And I do want to get to that because, you know, the teaser was fantastic at the end that shows the rest of the season, but I think for at least right now, it's just like too early to tell. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. um,
0: Well, it was for interim CEO anyway, like they were talking about certain companies. It was like two, two years in Walmart. It ended up being 10 years. Like, but interim CEO can be a long amount of time. It's not like a few months or anything, um, which was why the the decision is kind of like still a serious one, even though it's not a permanent one. I just think that if Roman had not made that phone call, mm-hmm. he would have absolutely been the one. I Logan right. wants him to be the one, at least at this moment.
1: Yeah. Why do you think...
0: He was too shy, like he fucked up. He completely fucked up. He kept going back between, like, oh, this person makes sense. And you know, Jerry absolutely makes sense, but I I I do want it. And he kept stuttering, and Logan is just like, fuck. Like he's not ready.
1: Yeah. Do you think he did that on purpose? You know, to try to say, I don't want the interman spot, I want the big one when we when we get to that. Like you think this is his way of playing a hand? The long game. Yeah, playing the long game.
0: I didn't think of that. I thought of it as either he he wanted it or like he kind of like doesn't want it. Um if that makes sense, like mm. maybe he kind of like sabotaged himself. Um I don't even know. Because after that whole situation where they kind of um got Held hostage last season. You remember that?
1: Oh, yeah. And I think
0: yeah. that he's changed, like, since that situation, which would change anyone. But I don't know. It's just weird. I, I can't get a good read on Roman. But I definitely enjoy him and his flirtation with Jerry. And it's yeah. still hilarious.
1: Oh, my God. The the scene in the bedroom. But um, uh, I do think that Roman does have the decisiveness that his father has. And I think that... If, it's pretty obvious to everybody, but that decisiveness is also a double-edged sword because it also allows him to say things that are absolutely crazy that like could work, but are also kind of crazy. Like you know when they were trying to figure out what what to do around the Department of Justice or the you know the the government getting involved, and Roman's like, well, we could just tell them to fuck off, you know, and everyone's like, what? And I feel like that's kind of his biggest strength is that he can you know, throw something out of left field. And a lot of times it won't stick, you know, that rocket will blow up. Right. But.
0: So you think he brings a different
1: perspective. Yeah. He brings a different perspective and he's a wild card. He's, he's like a, a random, he, he can use his like random, you know, thinking skills to his advantage. Like he, the way he can think outside the box is really what I'm getting at. Um, At least compared to the other roy uh siblings um i think he he has the ability to like think strategically but also think on the uh balls of his feet so yeah Um, yeah so i would love to talk about shiv and her position in this especially with um the the lawyer lisa Lisa, now, yeah. oh my
0: God. I would I would just like, Sanai, if you are listening to this, I love you. And <laughs> I can't believe you're on one of my favorite shows right yeah. now. And if you want to come on this, please come on this show. We would love to have you. Can you explain to me, like, because you, I'm kind of like dumb when it comes to these things, because I don't relate to this at all. I don't understand half of the things that they're saying. She's a lawyer, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, what is her, like, why is she such an important person to have? Like, they made her this huge character.
1: Yeah. So she is, you know, according to the show, this this big time lawyer that's, you know, been a lot, she's been in a lot of really public cases. She's won. She knows how to fight for the little guy. She knows how to take down, you know, the big you know, kind of corporate bully. So it makes sense that they would both want her to represent them for Kendall. You know, it's obvious that, um, you know, he would want Lisa to, to represent him and take down his father. And then for Logan, it makes sense because, you know, if she sides with him, then it's like her saying to the U S government, like, Hey, like I've taken these guys down before, but I stand with with Logan. Like I I I don't think there's any wrongdoing here. So there, you know, she's definitely like a you know, like a hot commodity to go after, um, which is you know, definitely uh something that immediately brought a lot of you know trouble. Um, you know, Shiv had to prove herself by trying to get her onto Logan's side. Uh, you know, Kendall had a preliminary meeting with her where he just kind of spilled everything out on the table to try to get her to win. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely an interesting angle. I'm not sure, you know, what's going to happen with her this season. It looks like she's on team Kendall, but you know, with this show, you never really know.
0: Um,
1: know. But because with... she's
0: also Shiv's friend. She right. even said that, and that's why Shiv thought that she had it in the bag. But when she said, Don't tell me anything, I was like, Wait, that's supposed to be your homegirl. Like, what happened? And then seeing her with Kendall, I was like, Oh, fuck.
1: And I think for Shiv's character, like, it is really interesting that she's on Logan's side. You know, like, she's definitely trying to position herself to become the next CEO. But, you know, Shiv, who's this character that, you know, used to work for like, that Bernie Sanders-esque politician, you know, you could tell she has a very, like, liberal ideology, like, differing very much from her father. It's It just makes it such a, a rich character for her because she's caught in between, you know, her love for her father, you know, doing the right thing. And also, she's very aware of, like, her public perception as well. Um and you know, as like the strong female choice of the Roy family, like she's kind of caught in between it all. So I am curious if she will jump to Kendall's side at some point with the caveat that, you know, she has to become CEO.
0: Save, save, yeah. save, save. <laughs> we'll
1: have to see, you know, she can in the time being still uh, direct her husband and you know, tell Tom, hustle baby, hustle to get to get that uh, you know um to get her name thrown into the hat so yeah she's uh she's in an interesting position so far and uh she's one of my favorite characters on the show and i'm just like very excited to see what happens with her
0: yeah she okay i i love her and i guess in an ideal world i would love for her to be the successor but i don't know i'm still like a kindle girl just because one shiv is so young Mm -hmm. like she's she's the youngest And I'm not saying that, you know, she's incapable of doing that. I just don't think that she has enough experience. Um, And also, I think that even last night, you could tell um, on the show, she was telling her dad, I just want you to be okay. Like, she was very Mm -hmm. worried about Logan. So I think that Logan will always have her kind of under his thumb, if that makes sense. Whereas if Roman gets it. He's that wild card. Like he has the savageness of his dad, but he's also going to put his own spin on things. Mm -hmm. And Kendall, you already know how Kendall is. So I'm just unsure.
1: Yeah. She's She's the only character that I feel like really does feel for Logan and like really wants, you know, wants to be there for her father, you know, or the other Roy siblings, you know, maybe because they're older, they were able to just kind of see more of like the horrors that he right. inflicted on them growing up. But yeah, I think she really cares for him, and you know, I think she knows that he needs to step down and and needs you know the whole company kind of needs to be rebranded and and cleaned up. But I think she's caught, you know, just as she was trying to get Lisa as the lawyer in between doing the right thing, but also wanting to you know. Get into power and also protect her father. So it's definitely an interesting position.
0: Yeah. So another question that I have for you is, um, obviously, I don't, I don't think that. Well, I don't know. They were talking about how Kendall specifically was talking about how he doesn't want Logan to go to jail. Mm. Can Logan go to jail? Do you think Logan can end up in jail? would they write him in jail even like temporarily? Like, what do you think about that aspect and possibility of Logan Roy serving time behind bars?
1: Yeah. And, you know, we do see that moment in the teaser where Jerry's like, like Logan, the FBI are here. He's like, well, tell them to come back. She's like, not that kind of FBI.
0: <laughs> <the most> boss ass <laughs> gangster ass shit that I've seen in my life. Yo. Just the
1: idea of him being like, well, no, just tell the FBI to come back. And she's like,
0: He's well, so used. no the money <laughs> the power the glory like Lana Del Rey says it's just he has all of these things yeah. he's like no just tell him to come back another day so yeah. do you think that he could possibly go to jail
1: I think it's possible you know the the main thing that I really wanted to hit on just from this first episode and it relates back to the question you just asked is that one of the reasons why I think there's already been so many positive reviews around this season and why there's so much hype. And, you know, it feels like this season is going to complete some kind of arc of the season of this, of the whole show. Right. Like we've seen this kind of back and forth between uh, Kendall and Logan. And I feel like that the stakes are real now, you know, like, like Kendall drew a line in the sand. He went public and said that his father's been doing all these horrible things He's not gonna go down without a big fight, and neither is Logan. But I think in order for this series to to like reach its true potential, by the end of the season, at this point, there needs to be some kind of winner. Like at least like as the viewer, by the end of the season, like I want to see definitively either Kendall taking control of the company or, you know Logan squashing Kendall once and for all and you know putting someone else in place or whatever. So you know I think that Logan going to jail could be a very real thing. I think that you know the the stakes are high, the the knives are out, you know, and and they're going to go for it and you know I trust the the creative people behind the series to to get there. Um because the show is definitely good enough to have you know more seasons after this one where you know maybe Shivs in charge and Logan and Roman have to team up to try to you know jostle for power or you know maybe Logan stays in power and you know Kendall you know ends up getting arrested or gets squashed and like you know what happens to him and and where could his storyline go so i think that you know yeah like Logan could definitely end up in jail and i think that from the teaser we're, we're moving into a really interesting phase of succession. Like someone is going to win and someone's going to lose. Yeah.
0: I just, those are such good points. And I just want to add, like, like you said, it's season three, but like, even with other shows, season Mm -hmm. three is a defining season. This is like a sink or swim season. Season three of Game of Thrones was wasn't that the the Red Wedding, right? That was season yeah. three, right? Yeah. Something savage, something jaw-dropping, something final, like you said, has to happen this season. And I'm just right. so excited to see it. And I'm so glad that it's back.
1: Right. A hundred percent. Because the first season we saw, you know, Kendall working to to overthrow his father. You know, then there was the the murder, you know, the I might be a killer.
0: <laughs> uh, well, like you I'm are a killer. Anybody.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but then, yeah, then the second season, he was kind of defeated and and kind of just moping around. And at the end of that He's season... A oh, my God. Yeah. And we're going to get a lot more of that this season, I think. Um, but maybe not in a sad way, just in a more triumphant way. Um, but, yeah, you know, we're reaching a point that, you know, the show is a massive following. People are really engaged and there needs to be some kind of satisfying you know, conclusion to this battle. It can't be a show that's just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Like the characters are too good for that. The acting is too good for it. The writing is too good for it. You know, there needs to be where they, they hit this arc as a series and then move past it. And I think that that's what this season is going to be all about is, you know, the glorious uh, battle you know between Kendall and, and Logan. And um yeah, I'm here for it.
0: So then our final question, I think you already answered it, is and we want anyone who's listening to let us know, hit us up, you know, comment on our Instagram, DM us, whatever. Um oh by the way, our Instagram is succod. Yes. It's on Instagram. It looks like the hbo logo but it's definitely not it's different so don't sue us we ain't got no money anyway but the final (laughs) question is who would you put in as temporary uh you know interim ceo i think Mm -hmm. you said Shiv. um or would you change that
1: for interman i would say jerry well, I mean, Jerry should be the overall CEO though. So maybe for Interman, yeah, maybe you, you go, you know, Shiv just because from Logan's perspective, like if I was on team Logan right now, right? because that that's what it comes down to. Like I would put in Shiv because I know that that would hurt Kendall more than putting Jerry in for the interim, although it looks like he already made that decision towards the end. yeah, I don't know. I mean it was I feel like he was like, yeah, like Jerry, and then she got the call. And she was like, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess it's me, you know, and Robin's like, (laughs) no way. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think, you know, it, it, it should be, um, if I was Logan, but, uh, it looks like as of right now, it's, it's Jerry. Yeah. What about you? Who who would you pick for the interim? And then for the, uh, the long-term decision as well, as of right now,
0: long-term I'm Kendall, I'm a Kendall girl, period. But, I will say, I was thinking, and it won't work now that I'm thinking out loud, I was thinking that he should have put Tom in as interim because he's someone who's connected and he's easily, like, he can easily pull his strings like a puppet, but the thing is he was mm. in Parks and Cruises and Parks and Cruises right. is un- under a lot of scrutiny right now. Right. So I would say just put in Connor, just for a gag.
1: Put in Connor. For- I have, I love
0: Connor in for a season.
1: I love that. I love that. I feel like he is definitely the person that, you know, is always asked to uh, to hold down the fort, you know, type of the situation.
0: We didn't even talk about him. him I and Willa, know. And the I play. know.
1: When they're just like standing outside and she's just like, um, hey, Logan, like, what should Connor do? And he's like, I don't know, just like. Be with them and make sure like nothing crazy happens. And he's like, he was I like do hold
0: down the fort. And he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I got it. And then he yeah. turns to and he's like, yeah, everyone fucking hates the play, so you should play on that. And I'm like, <laughs> imagine writing a play and the guy that you're with is telling you that everyone's shitting on your play, and he wants you to lean into that. But yeah, uh... I want Connor as interim. I want Kendall at the end, and we'll see what happens. This is such a good premiere. It really so is. bomb. And that, that song slaps every fucking time.
1: Yes. So really, really shout does. out
0: to the succession composers. You didn't have to snap like that, but you did. They did.
1: They did. And I, I mean, I think this is actually a good, um, a good segment that we should wrap with for every episode. If you're down of like who is on top in the power rankings as of this episode. And then long-term has your opinion changed of what's going to happen so, so quickly to recap right now i think that uh shiv should be the interim, and then long term I'm, I'm team jerry i'm team jerry i think she's the most logical choice i think she'll do a great job and i think she'll turn the company around
0: yep so interim just because i'm a troll i'm gonna say connor and i want to <laughs> see what he does with it and long-term, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's Kendall because I want to keep it in the family. Mm-hmm. Like imagine building an empire, a billion dollar, multi-billion dollar empire, having all that power and then having to give it to someone who's not even like related to you. So I'd have to say Kendall, he's, he's, he's my, my best boy. You know, I
1: love it. I love it. And we'll see, we'll see what happens as the, uh, As the series continues, as this season continues, and uh, I can't wait.